Well, hello. I decided to come in here and start talking about the two rapture dreams that I have had. Um, I have only had two in my entire life. And one of them, the first one that I had, seemed to me to be a little bit more symbolic about the rapture, but it really spoke to me. And then the other one was fascinating because of um, the situation surrounding it. So let me start with the first one. In my first dream, I was in a church performing on stage. And that could also be because in my past career, I have been a singer and an actress. So um, that's a that's a good way for the Holy Spirit to speak to me if I need to get a message. So, and it was right before the intermission. And it was incredibly intense and powerful. I wasn't saying anything. I wasn't singing. I wasn't speaking. Nothing was happening. I was standing still. And it was all about the emotional connection of, of the power of whatever had just happened on stage, whatever that scene was. Sorry, my dogs are barking at horses in the background. Um, it was all about the connection with the audience and it was palpable. I mean, you could hear a pin drop. And, you know, when you're an actress and you're on stage, you, you're definitely part of you is in the moment, in the scene, but there's also another part of you that is thinking about the technical stuff. And I remember as I was standing there, I was thinking that was a really good scene. I feel really good about the job I've done. I feel like I conveyed the emotion that I was supposed to and the audience was feeling it. So the lights were starting to fade and I was to turn, which I did, turn around and walk sort of to the backstage but still in view of the audience. And I was facing a door that that door actually led to the outside of the church. And I remember thinking as I was standing there, when the lights fade to black and it's intermission, I'm just going to go backstage through this door outside around the back of the church because it's faster. And so I was standing there waiting for the lights to, fit, to fade to complete black. And I noticed immediately that something was wrong because the lights, although they started to fade, they stopped and they didn't, they didn't fade to black. And I knew immediately something was not happening as normal. And I also knew that the audience had no idea. They were still very caught up in the show, in the moment with what happened on stage. They were not aware of what was going on around them, but I completely immediately was. I knew something was wrong. And as soon as I started to figure that out, <clears throat> I heard a big ruckus on the outside of the church behind the front door, which was behind where the audience was sitting. And I knew immediately it was a global attack of some kind. And it sounded like evil soldiers, and they were screaming as they were coming to the church, drop your weapons, time's up, we're here to get you. And so I very slowly lifted my hand and locked the door that I was standing in front of. And as soon as I locked it, I heard the same kind of group of soldiers outside the door I was standing in front of saying the same thing. Drop your weapons. We're here to get you. It's time. And a voice in my head said, you have to go up. And to the left, there appeared a staircase to the, to the upper floor of the church. And this voice said, you have to go up, Lynn, you have to go up. So I went up the stairs and on the second floor of the church were two pilots. There was one captain and one first officer. And they were looking for their guns because they knew 
what was happening on the ground floor and they were going to fight against the evil on the ground floor. And so I said, give me one of your guns, I'll help you fight. And when I said that, the group of evil soldiers that was standing outside the door I was standing in front of busted through it and came into the church. And the captain looked at me and said, there's no time. You have to go up. You have to go up and seal yourself in. And so I followed the captain's instructions and I went up to the third floor of the church and up there was this beautiful wooden like closet and I got into it and the door closed and I heard a voice say to me you're sealed in and I felt fine I felt safe I knew that I was okay but I also knew that everybody who was in the audience some people who I knew were not okay and it was a moment where I realized how many people are not going to be okay when this stuff starts to happen. And that's very heartbreaking. And I think that's a big, a big challenge that a lot of us believers are trying to face right now is, you know, you go out into the world, you go to the store, you go down the street, you go to your place of work, you look at your family and you know when the rapture happens, a lot of those people are not gonna go and a lot of those people are gonna be here. And that's, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's also not in our control. We can plant seeds, but we cannot do anything more than that. The rest is up to those people and to Jesus and that's it. Um, <clears throat> but I found that dream very symbolic for a couple of reasons. First of all, the fact that I was aware and the audience wasn't is a big, symbolic uh, image to me that it's the same as believers. Us believers are, are the ones who were on stage who knew something was wrong immediately and we were seeing a lot of people who didn't have a clue. The other thing that was symbolic is the three floors. I've been spending a lot of time in Mark, Matthew, Luke, John, and there does seem to be a distinct three groups of people. And I don't really understand what that means, but even in Revelation, um, you know, when they're talking about, there, there are groups of people who are in white robes, <clears throat> but there's also a group of people that is in fine white linen. That's different. There's somehow, there's a distinction. And the three floors, I, I just, I keep seeing threes. I keep seeing three different groups. If you think about a wedding, there are three different groups in a wedding. There's the bride and the groom. There's the bridal um, the bridal uh, party, and then there are the guests, three different groups. I see that a lot throughout scripture, and I'm still trying to wrestle with what that symbolizes, um, but it makes sense to me. So um, that, was, that was that dream. Now, let me tell you about my second dream, which I thought was fascinating. I was um, at home on one of the rare occasions that my husband and I actually are at home at the same time, and we were both asleep in bed. That night, I had the most amazing rapture dream, and I've always wanted a rapture dream like this where you actually are experiencing the rapture and you're seeing it happen around you. I've heard so many people talk about it, and I've never had that. This night was the first night in my life that I had that. And the next morning, when I woke up, before I could even say a word about it, my husband says to me, I had the worst nightmare of my life last night. 
And I said, that's fascinating. And let me back this up by saying, um, my husband grew up in the Catholic religion. And those of us who are true believers, we know the red flags with that. Um, I'm not trying to bash anybody's religion by any means, but it's very clear that organized religion, especially the Catholic religion, has done a very good job of twisting scripture and actually leading people away from Jesus with what they're teaching. And so my husband has a lot of that in his head. And um, we've had a lot of contention in our relationship since I gave my life to Jesus Christ and since I've been a follower. It's been very difficult for both of us because there's something about that that's very hard for him. Um, I I don't know if my husband's going to be saved or not. My gut is that he's not. Um, I know that he believes, kind of, in Jesus, but I also think that he is so caught up in the things of this world that there are aspects that he just, he can't believe. Um, And I think a lot of that is keeping him from having a personal relationship with Jesus, which I don't think he's ever had. I mean, in the Catholic religion, you're taught to, you know, pray to Mary. Well, that's not it. He's taught that if you're baptized when you're a baby, that you're saved. Well, no, that's not what scripture says. So there's a lot of things about it. When I've tried to talk to him about it, uh, I think the bottom line is he gets very scared and shuts down and doesn't want to discuss it anymore. So my feeling is, here's my feeling. My honest feeling is when the rapture happens and I'm taken, if he is not, that will be the moment that he will believe. He, he will need that kind of sign right in front of his face for him to get it. I think at that point he will be, but we all know what that means for the people who are here during the tribulation, which is also heartbreaking. So, so back to my dream. So when I woke up, the first thing he says to me is I had the worst nightmare of my life last night. And I said, that's fascinating because I had the best dream of my life last night. At the exact same time he was dreaming his nightmare, I was dreaming my rapture dream. And I said, tell me what happened in your dream. And in his dream, it was a global apocalyptic destruction of the planet. He was like, everything was on fire. It was like, he said, he couldn't tell if it was nuclear bombs that were going off everywhere, but every, the whole planet was imploding and, and just everybody was going to die and he was stuck in it. And it was one of those dreams that was really emotionally affecting him. I could see it the next morning. And and I said, that's fascinating. He said, why? What was your dream? And I looked at him and said, at the exact moment you were dreaming of being stuck here on a dying world, I was dreaming about being saved in the rapture. And he said, what happened in your dream? And what happened in my dream was, it was nighttime, but it it was like the blue moon we just had a couple nights ago. The sky was so bright. Even though it was nighttime, it was still really bright outside. It was like that. And I, and I just, I felt a calling and I heard something and I walked outside to our backyard and in our backyard, there's a line of big trees and then the sky. And I was looking at it and I could see the tops of the trees were, were shaking like, like it was an earthquake, but I wasn't moving. I could just see the movement in the trees and I knew something amazing was about to happen as I was like, how, how come I can see so clearly in, the, in the, what should be the pitch black of night? And then as I heard this rumble and this, 
and this thunder, I I looked up and I had my hands out in front of me and my hands started to change from my human body to my, my hands started to glow in this beautiful golden yellow color. And I knew I was changing and I knew the rapture was happening. And I was calling to Ron. I said, Ron, you got to come and see this. I did not know in my dream if he was going to go, but I knew I wanted him to at least see what was happening so that he could have that moment where he could make the decision if he was going to be here, that everything that I've been saying to him is true. And I knew he, I knew he heard me and I knew he was starting to come out, but I, I can't tell you. And he asked me when I, when I was telling him the dream, he said, did I get saved? Did I go? And I had to look at him and say, I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. I said, I remember calling for you in the dream and I remember hearing you. You were awake. You heard me. But I don't know if you came out. I don't know if you saw it. And I don't know if you were taken in the rapture too. I don't know. But I said, I find it fascinating that on the first night, that on the night that I had my first actual rapture dream, you had the opposite dream. I said, I find that fascinating. And I don't know what he did with it. We never talked about it again, but um, I thought that was profound. I, I really did. What are the chances that we would have those two polar opposite dreams on the exact same night in the same moment, and it would affect both of us as strongly as it did in opposite directions? I just thought that was really fascinating. So I wanted to share those with you. Um, and I will come back and I really would like to talk with you guys about this Revelation 12 sign stuff that's happening in a few weeks in September. Um, it's mind blowing. There is actually a video um, that somebody put together of all of the details about it that I highly recommend you guys see. Um, I will tell you all about that in the next one. Until then, if we are not raptured, I wish you well. My prayers are out. I love you guys. Um, hold fast, eyes up, and be ready for Jesus because he's coming anytime. Love you guys.